Welcome back to the second episode of Putting Up with Sean. In this episode, we're going to be discussing role-playing games and why they are considered cool now, opposed to when I first played. You know, basically, you didn't tell anybody at all that you actually played uh, played role-playing games because it was so uh, kind of nerd-ish. But uh, I have three uh, guests joining me uh, today. Kyle, my son, and his two friends, Damien and David. Say hi, guys. Howdy. What's up, people? Hello. So, I guess the first question we're going to talk about is, uh, what about our... Uh, RPGs or role-playing games resonates with you. What attracted you to playing them? Kyle? Um, you know, I was all... I, I, would, uh, <laughs> I just grew up around you guys playing them, seeing all the books at the bottom of the stairs and just wondering about it. And okay. then as I got older, you, you know, taught me how to play. Okay. So what about it now that you're older? Because you've been playing for a good three, four years pretty steadily with your group of friends. Uh, what what makes it exciting for you nowadays? Being able to play with my friends, you know, okay. just going off writing our own stories and stuff like that. Whereas when we started, it was very much, we'd play once a year. It would be like a big grandos thing. You'd set up a whole like tables worth of stuff. Okay. You know, stuff like that. Okay. What about you, Damien? What resonates about the game for you? Um, I think just the creativity of it and the creative control that you have with it. And I know personally I was always interested in D&D for a very long time, but again, the stigma of it being kind of nerdy and geeky um, sort of stopped me from, you know, exploring that until I became good friends with Kyle here. And uh, he sort of introduced me to GURPS in the system and sort of how there's no limits to what you can do and how you do it. Okay. David, is there anything that they didn't hit on? What resonates uh, about role-playing with you? What resonates with me is how different of a game it is from anything, any video game you can play. Okay. You are in so much control of so many things that you do in role-playing games. Um, the system we play now, GURPS, can enable us to do like far more things than like other role-playing games which really has broadened my horizons from how i view games from uh being very limited to almost limitless and i've found that really interesting uh for almost a year and a half i've been playing now okay so uh you guys have spoken about gurps and gurps is a role-playing game by steve jackson and it stands for Generic Universal Role-Playing System. And for those of you out there that are listening to this that play D&D or Traveler or any of the other dozens and dozens of game systems out there, uh, what makes this one unique is that you can play any genre, any time period, uh, from space to prehistoric thing with one basic set of rules. So it gives you a lot of flexibility. So, what do you guys think the pros and cons are of the GURP system? You guys have played for a while now. What are the main pros about it? Damien? Um, I, I, I would definitely agree that one of the big main pros of it is sort of the no limitation on it. And that with something like D&D, &D, it's very much so medieval fantasy. But with GURPS, just with the 
basic rule set and just with what they give you it can be from i don't know dinosaurs to western to medieval fantasy and everything above okay david now i already talked about what i thought are the pros for me but i think one of the biggest cons of playing uh role playing systems where you are dealing with uh characters created by your own friends and their egos and uh okay (laughs) dungeon masters that are you know, writing their own stories and obviously taking from uh, other pieces of media and stuff like that. But the point okay. I'm trying to get at is that we will have uh, arguments about some mechanics every once in a while. Or okay. uh, we'll get kind of, I wouldn't say fully ticked off, but... Uh, you get impassioned. We can get passionate about our own characters and we can get peeved when things don't go the way we want them to go. But in the end, it all leads to a very interesting experience. Well, do you find that emotion uh the heightened emotional thing like you said you get peeved do you find that part of the allure or do you think of that as totally a con i think that in itself is a pro because you are allowing yourself to get invested into your own creations and creations of the friends that you're playing with okay all right kyle do you have any pros or cons about the GURP system in particular um I'd say the biggest pro is uh, just how flexible it is, just okay. how generic and how it can be applied to pretty much any genre, like you were saying. But, um, you know, the con that I that we've all run into is it's very underground, so not a lot of people will know what it is. Okay. So we have to go through a whole explanation of what it is if we ever bring it up in conversation. And... You know, whereas D&D, there's a bunch of source books for all the different genres. Okay. Whenever we want to look for a more specific mechanic, there's not always, like, a template for that. So we have to, you know, make it up. But then that ties in with the pro of how flexible the system is. Okay. So it balances out. Okay. Well, I don't think there's any perfect gaming, role-playing gaming system out there. They all have pros and cons. I think... My favorite thing uh, about the GURP system is pretty much on the first page. If you don't like the rule as written, change it to suit you guys' the group that you're playing with, the gaming style, the mechanics, what makes more sense to you. I've always appreciated a system that is not set in concrete because as life is, life is a whole bunch of gray areas in between Uh, fact and fiction and everything in between so i guess you know you guys have been playing david you said a year and a half you've been playing about two years roughly yeah three okay three for you and then uh four or five really for you um you know other than when you were little and you played with us um now you guys are all avid video game players you guys play the witcher you guys play uh, Red Dead, you guys play a whole bunch of Breath of the Wild, a lot of kind of RPG type games on PlayStation or Xbox or uh, the uh, Nintendo. Do you guys find it more satisfying or less satisfying playing pen and paper, old school role playing games? Or is it just another vehicle? Of, of imagination. What do you think, David? I think it's a whole different medium of, like, experiencing, you know, playing games. I'm blinking. You're blinking? Okay, well, think about it. 
Kyle, what do you think? What was the question again? The, I'm blanking <laughs> too. The the difference between video games, like playing like The Witcher, I know you've been playing through that one recently, mm-hmm. and um, playing a GURPS game, a GURPS adventure that your friend Austin name drop. Uh, Austin will will run an adventure. What do you think? Are, is The Witcher better overall, or is you know a, a DM'd game? Better? I I'd say tabletop games are they're good if for their own reasons like you'll never be able to adapt the creativity of say like a character build okay. in a tabletop game you, you'd never be able to do that in a game like anytime soon well like real character well, customization like, well like in diablo right diablo 3 that's out on uh ps3 ps4 mm-hmm. uh with the expansion pack you can pretty customize your characters pretty well i mean you're limited by what you find in the game for like some of the weapons and things you can buy but you there's a lot of a lot of customization in there do you find it par- the same or is it com- just a whole different it, th- it's it's whole it's a whole different thing okay you definitely have to switch gears mentally from going to video gaming to tabletop gaming okay what do you think Damien? uh i almost think they're incomparable as much as they are comparable because what games sort of limit you on, role-playing games sort of breaks down that barrier and opens the field of vision much wider. And I think with it, both complement each other nicely because uh, RPGs, I feel like, give you a sort of sense of creativity when you're playing games, and games can give you sort of ideas for what to do. Okay. For my personal thing, uh, I grew up playing older video games you know and video games nowadays have come a long way especially rpg on a console or the computer but i think you can never match what the the vibe is because when you're playing through the witcher and you go on one of the tasks what do they call it like is it like a a task or a, a job, quest. a side yeah. quest, you uh, are very specific about what you can do. You can mm-hmm. talk to different people. You can let them go. You can you can end them. You know, there's some things there, but there's not a lot of variance. When RPG game, you never know what's going to happen because yeah. what you intend to happen, the dice make a randomness to it that you have a critical failure, something goes completely wrong, you know, a tree falls over, bush catches fire, there's all kinds of craziness. So the storyline is evolving with people. And a video game is designed up front and coded that it gives you options, but it keeps you kind of contained within that. What else you got, dude? Also, when you're playing a video game, you're getting all the graphics right thrown in front of you. Mm-hmm. And when you're tabletop gaming, I kind of compare it to reading a book. Okay. You are you have these pieces down on the table that represent characters and stuff like that. But at least in my own mind, I am animating them on the table. And I am imagining the whole world in my own interpretation of what's happening. And it gives me a whole... Uh, a stimuli in your imagination. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. All right, so speaking of nerddom and fandom and all of that, as I said in the opening, 
that when I first started playing, you know, I was 13. I got uh, uh, the Across the Borderlands uh, D&D game. It took me a while to find somebody that I wasn't embarrassed to ask them how to play the game. I was taught and I played played that adventure. And it was like nothing I had seen before. But you hear people, and back in my day, there was protests about it, that it was a cult, <laughs> and that it's like ruining this, you know, ruining the youth, just like you hear whatever next generation is getting ruined by whatever the new thing is. Do you guys find it easier to talk that you guys play role-playing games amongst your peer group? You know, other 18-year-olds, high school, college people, or do you guys pick and choose who you tell? Are you still a little embarrassed about it? Is it still kind of a closeted thing that you guys do? Kyle? Hmm. I still kind of pick and choose who I tell, but not out of, like, embarrassment. It's more of, like, do I really want to get into the whole thing of, like, what the process is? Because, of course, people are going to ask about it. Okay. So, like, that's how it is for me. I don't know how it might be for you guys. Uh, I I definitely see there is still some embarrassment there and who you pick and choose to tell, but it's... Wiley, I do agree that it's mostly the explanation of what it is and them wondering like oh well what happens then and you have to sort of explain uh what your character did in let's say the past game you play and when you say it out loud it sort of feels a little bit nerdy and geeky mm-hmm. and uh there's sort of you feel the sort of stigma with it okay what about you david role-playing games are definitely one of the peaks of nerdum. uh you are you can totally call yourself a nerd if you're playing role-playing games in my eyes so when it comes up um when I'm with other groups of friends that don't play role-playing games, it's uh, me trying to think to myself, well, are they going to get it? Or, you know, are they going to, you know, like you said, ask questions about it? But I don't think there should be any embarrassment. And I feel like there's mostly embarrassment when people hear that it's like role-playing. Oh, you have to pretend to be a character. Like, oh, are they dressing up? You know, what's up with that? (laughs) It's not Um, cosplay. Yeah. (laughs) But what I think uh, has really drawn me in is that you can roleplay your character as much as you feel comfortable with. You're not forced to, you know, talk out, you know... You don't have to do accents and yeah. and, and dress with a funny hat and all that. You just be yourself. And... Exactly, and I didn't, I didn't do that when I first started playing, and I'm still trying to get a hold of uh, how, how you can do that and, you know, form your own story. But uh, it's definitely great seeing other people getting more into character and just seeing that makes you more comfortable with being being a little more out there i got just being more out there but also being more of yourself i gotcha okay now um what kind of adventures do you prefer to play like we said before gerps can play you know anything from dinosaurs to space and aliens and whatever what genre do you are you currently the most interested in playing right now damien um, for me, currently, it's definitely a superhero-type genre. Okay. Because the character that I always like, like, with comic books and whatnot, is uh, the Hulk. Okay. I like the idea of just a big, crazy, strong, just beast roaming through a city. Okay. And in a Supers game, I'm able to play that and okay. I'm able to create a character like that. Okay. David? Uh, I'd have to say Westerns. 
Okay. Uh, I like love, gunslinger or... I love gunslinging okay. heists, the whole Red Dead 2 Redemption vibe. I love how gritty Western movies can be. Um, and I definitely think it goes well with how cutthroat a game of uh, GURPS can be with how uh, quickly things can change in a situation. Okay. All right. Kyle? I mean, I have fun in all the genres we play. Of course, but I, but... I, Yeah, but I feel like we know medieval best and uh, we always well what the, what uh, what inspires you what inspires me yeah okay. what like like you get the most excited about it. i know you all you guys all like all of the genres but like right now hmm. what what gets your imagination juices flowing just the basic fantasy ones lately okay just, yeah i've always yeah. been you know i'm six foot four i'm a big guy i tend to gravitate towards you know, uh, smaller, nimble, thieving kind of guys. Because I'm too big. I would be the big brute at the door. But, you know, I always gravitated that. So the medieval part definitely still grabs me 30 years later. And maybe it's kind of what I've grown up on in in gaming. Uh, So that definitely kind of gets me stuck there. Um, do you guys prefer to DM or play or is, why is one better than the other? And, you know, what are your thoughts on DMing as a whole? Kyle? Um, I've been really into playing lately. Okay. I, hmm, I don't know. Just playing's always been super fun. I, I think of characters all the time. Yeah. And... I always think I'm always thinking of stuff that I can add to my character, how his story might go in upcoming adventures, what cool like items he'll get, and how I can continue to build off like whatever arc I've made okay. for that character. So I'm I'm super into that. Alright. So DMing is not in your wheelhouse right now. I know yeah, you no. have DM'd a bunch. But yeah, I, I love DMing for what it is, but right now I've been into playing. Okay. What about you, David? I've been dipping my toe in the water when it comes to DMing, because obviously when you first start out, you're going to be playing and you're going to be learning the mechanics, Yep. and DMing is more of a a veteran role that you can start working at over time with your own storytelling and how you're going to, uh, you know, mess with the players in the game. Um, and for me personally, recently, I think I've been enjoying DMing more just because of it's that It's newer. It's newer. Okay. And you get to mess with people more. You are the guy controlling the story. If you want to, like, throw a curveball at them, you can do it. Okay. All right. All right. That's good. What about you, Damien? Um, same as David, I've definitely been getting more into DMing. And I think the main appeal for me with it is when you play, you're creating the character you have in your mind and you sort of run with it. But... When you're DMing, you're creating the world you had in mind and the situation you had in mind. And I think with that, there's just a certain creativity to it that playing doesn't bring. But also you sort of get the other side of the emotional torment that is something bad happening in a game. Like having a character's arm be broken and them not wanting to play it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel that I always want to play because I've had some characters for a long time and makes it very interested for me to continue on their storyline. But no matter what, 
if somebody else DMs, I it always sparks creativity in me about a side thing. Like something, oh, this happened and that would be a neat, like go down that trail and there's blah, blah, blah down that. So with, I read a lot of fantasy books and have for many years and the storyteller in me comes out. I guess my new version is this podcast and uh, talking about telling stories and so forth, but watching people live through that story through a DMing session that I have. And as David says, you throw them curveballs. You know, I've, I've always told everybody that talks to me about DMing is you never want to kill the character, the PCs, but you want them on the verge of dying because that excitement of, oh, I almost died or I almost survived. If you're playing like a superhero, like the Hulk, well, he's indestructible, right? So what is his motivation? He just goes around and smashes stuff, which is fun. But for me, role-playing games is about an evolution of a character. And what happens to him, like getting his arm jacked up and broken, will define what happens in the future. Now, that to me is super interesting because you don't know where it's going to go. I know where I wanted him to go, but well, now that's not going to happen. The orcs came and chewed my hand off and now I got a stump. So it 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 definitely affects what happens for the future. So if you guys were to recruit some new players, how would you guys sell it to them? David Oh, you got to get back to me on that. Yeah. Okay, Damien? Um, I definitely think going back to what we talk about is sort of the video game side of it, but explain it more in that you're not at all limited in what you do and how you play your character. And I know personally, and what I've seen is a new player's first character is always the most bombastic, weirdest thing they can come up with that very much so plays into their humor. Okay. Kyle? I always started off with, like, describing it as a board game where you can pretty much do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want, just as long as it fits within the genre. And then I'll back it up with a story that, like, we've... Like, an adventure we've gone on. Something like that. Okay. And then just slowly work on the cell job and then start talking about characters, see what they might be thinking. Okay. All right. David, how would you sell role-playing? doesn't have to be GURPS, but, you know, D&D or Traveler, any of the other systems. I've been thinking to myself about how I have this group of friends that I play GURPS with, and these guys are my best friends, but then there are other people that I have in my life that are definitely always very fun to hang around with, that I have a lot of common with, but I haven't brought up GURPS to them. Um... And so I with think, one of them, what would you, how would you get one of them that you're really good friends with? How would you get them into the fold? I would make, just make sure that I'm talking about it, how I actually feel about it and talk about it passionately. Like you really care about it because if you're bringing it up or recommending it to your friends, they're more likely going to be 
excited about it when you show them how excited you are about it or at least be open to try it um we've been brought in or we've been uh expanding our horizons with who we're we've been inviting to the group um to play one-off games just to experiment with it and everyone brings their own unique thing to the game absolutely um regardless of their personality regardless if they're a nerd or not okay well let me ask you a follow-up question now currently you guys have five people in your group that are pretty regularly so one dm four players do you think it would be beneficial to have a girl or two play be part of the group because that dynamic changes drastically there are way more gaming nerds out there of the female persuasion do you think it would add to the group or take away from the group? Damien? Um, just from experience in the past, I don't think it takes away of, from the group at all, but I think it definitely changes the dynamic of it when you have the female perspective in there yep. that you as a, a man might not be able to get at the moment. Okay. Kyle? Uh, I think it's like how it is for every new player. It all depends on who the person is and what okay. them as a person bring to the table, you know? Okay. David, you agree with that or um, do you have a different take? I think it's more by person more than, oh, it's a girl playing uh, a role playing game with, you know, me and my friends. I wouldn't really see it any different. Uh I think it, it definitely adds more diversity to the group. Okay. So it's more about the personality and do they mesh well with the existing players than what gender they are. You guys all agree with that? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So that would be maybe something you would want to look for. I mean, I've always said like six players are the right amount because you got one DM and five players because a lot of the modules, a lot of things are four to six players. If you had five, it's kind of, you kind of cover your thief, your fighter, your mage, you know, your rogue and your knight, you know, the basic stuff. Uh, it'll get you through most adventures. So uh, I guess I don't have any other parting comments, but uh, I think that anybody that is partially interested in learning about role-playing games should definitely look at D&D. Uh, there is a lot of new material out there, new boxes that come with everything you need to get started. If you did want to learn about the GURP system, most of it's online. You can get almost everything in a PDF nowadays. So I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Putting Up With Sean. Have a great day and look forward to the next one.